Welcome back to Poplar Cove, home of the world's second biggest ball of twine, population 9,999, for now. Last we left our beloved characters, the mayor and Dr. Spaulding, were sacrificed on the night of the full moon to appease the elder gods, albeit by accident. <laughs> Because of that, the population dropped down below 10,000, which means that someone is allowed to have a baby. The town elected Roger to be the new mayor, and he has been going through birthing applications for days now. Some of the people in town are starting to get antsy. Unfortunately for him, he didn't know that Joanna is pregnant already. Is she not feeling well? Stomach bug? I suppose you could call it that. <laughs> or a parasite of sorts. As of right now, Mac, Joanna, and Pickering did. But they have yet to tell anyone else about the baby because they don't know how to go about it. Since she became pregnant, the population rose again. But after Hobart fell into another coma, it regulated itself. Don't be too worried about Hobart, though. Pickering and Mac arrived at his home on Tombstone Hill and exercised him. So he has that going for him. Your presence in our time is premature. Elizabeth had just found poor Hobart in quite a state, or rather quite a comatose state. She rushed him back to the hospital in hopes that he wasn't actually in another coma, but the doctors reassured her that he was, yet again, on the same wavelength as a vegetable. Probably an eggplant. That's the most handsome of all vegetables, right? Nonetheless, Elizabeth was distraught. Okay, she wasn't really distraught. She was just annoyed. She missed having a husband. And she was upset at Hobart for being unconscious yet again. Hosting parties by herself just wasn't as fun when she didn't have a sidekick. Besides, she loved making grand entrances, and her husband was always the best MC. When their butler announced her appearance, it wasn't nearly as dramatic. So here she is, back at the hospital for another visit. At least they moved him to a different room. Look how resilient she is with her paint swatches and her flower vases. You might be technically brain-dead, but that doesn't mean that you have to sleep in a boring, desolate room. You should have some style, some panache. What do you think of this paint scheme? Yellow really brightens up a room, doesn't it? Oh, she's staying so strong, isn't she? Why, it brings a tear to my eye. That's the spirit, Elizabeth. Stay strong. Stay strong for Hobart. If I'm going to have to stay in this room for the rest of my life looking over your semi-dead body, I might as well liven it up a bit. Maybe put a chandelier in the corner. And maybe another in that corner, too. You'll learn to love Hollywood chic. Maybe you could learn to like something through osmosis, right? Like when you sleep on top of your textbook before a test. I don't think that's how it works. What do you think of these sunflowers? Yeah, I think they brighten up the room, too. Mrs. Cushing Birch? Yes. Uh, what can I do for you? Elizabeth Cushing Birch? Yes. What can I do for you? I wanted to extend my deepest sympathies for your husband. I see that he's back 
to his old self. Yes, well, I miss him, or whatever. I'm sure you do. Are you here to see him? I'm not so sure if he can hear you, but I do like to talk to him. I don't know if it's more reassuring to me, or if it's just out of habit now. Actually, I'm here to see you, Mrs. Cushing Birch. I have a proposition for you. Oh my, this is interesting. Though I'm not sure who that man is. I can't imagine that we already have a new person in town. We just dealt with the last mess. There is something about him that looks familiar, though. Tall, hazel eyes, goatee, long brown hair that is pulled back in some kind of a man bun. What a strange-looking fellow. He is handsome, but there is something strange. What kind of proposal? I have something for you. Something that can bring back your Hobart. The only problem is that it's not going to be cheap or morally upright. Bring back my Hobart? That's wonderful! I... Wait, what was that last part? What? I said that's not going to be cheap. What did you say after that? I didn't say anything after that. Come, let me take you out for coffee while your husband lies comatose in this flesh coffin. That sounds fine. I could use some coffee. Let me just powder my nose in the water closet. Hobart, can you hear me, Hobart? It's your identical twin brother, Herbert. Oh, that's why he looks so familiar. He's Hipster Hobart. Wow, he looks like quite the bag. He must be the evil twin brother. There is always one, isn't there? That wife of yours is so pretty. When I heard that you were in a coma, I had to come visit you. Of course, since I live up in the mountains, it took me a while to climb down. Then my rope broke, since it is like a hundred years old. Just found it out in the woods. Anyway, after my leg and rib healed from the fall, I climbed down the rest of the way. Then I had coffee at the Naked Lunch Diner. They still have the best brownies. You know, I waited for you. I didn't hear from you in all the 20 years that I was stuck up in the mountains. No phone call, no letter. The only letters that I got were from Roger, the census guy. At first, it was just the census survey, and then he started writing to me because he understood being the brother of a more successful sibling. You were always a horrible brother. Anyway, I'm here to steal your wife from you under your nose. That's the least I can do after what you did to me. I won't ever be able to forgive you. I still remember. All right, I'm ready. Where did you want us to go? <clears throat> Lady's choice. Here, let me hold the door for you. Hmm, you smell lovely. Is that gardenia? Yes, my Hobart loves the smell of gardenia, so I buy perfumes that have hints of his favorite flower. Are you all right? I'm, you look upset all of a sudden. I'm fine. I just remembered something from my, from way back. Anyway, lead the way. Oh dear, I wonder what that was all about. Hello, hello. Your waiter will be right with you. 
Have a seat somewhere inside and we will serve you some food. You mean, take our order, correct? You, you will take our order? Yes, we will give you food. No, that's not what I... Oh, I'm sure that's what he means. He is a waiter, after all. Uh, I'm sorry that Insanity was so busy. I just assumed that Joanna would have scared off all the patrons by now, but I guess customers are loyal around here. Have you been to the F&W Cafe before? It's wonderful here. They have the best fish and chips. Actually, I grew up in this town, but I moved away uh, <clears throat> when I was young. Oh, you did? We don't normally have a lot of people that move away. Not for long, anyway. Everyone always just stays here. All of the citizens are like family. But then, how do you know you're not going to end up dating a relative? No. I just mean if no one moves out and... We don't think about... But when you have babies, isn't it like that you'll... Well, maybe Joanna's parents, but... Who is Joanna? Did you say that you have some sort of proposal for me? Oh, um, that's right, I do. You see, I have been studying his condition for a while now. This is a medicinal cocktail that I have to cook up, but we need to collect some of the ingredients. We can just slip it into his IV and it should wake him right up. That doesn't sound very safe. How do I know that you're not just some hack that wants my husband dead? Why would I want your husband dead? Lots of people want my husband dead. He is important, after all. What can I do to prove to you that I'm legit? Well, if you could stop hitting on me, that would be great. I'm not hitting on you. Then why is your hand on my leg? That's not my hand. Then whose hand is the... Oh! Hello, can I take your order? What were you doing underneath the table? I was adjusting the table legs. That wasn't the table leg. I mean vacuuming the floor. I didn't hear a vacuum. I mean, we have some lovely soup today. Can I bring you some soup? No, but you can bring us some menus. Actually, I want some soup. Menus, coming right up. What about my soup? Stop going underneath the... All right, here are your menus. How did you... I would like the soup. Two soups, coming right up. No, I... I... Just get me the fish and chips. Screw it, I'll just have the soup. So, tell me more about this magic potion. It's, it's not a potion. Just a few things. Literally everything on this list is illegal. You must not be too determined then. Here, just give it a bit. No, no, I'll do it. I won't have any problems getting these. I'm just as important as Hobart is. I have connections too. I just need a little bit of time. I'll give you a bit of time. I'll be back later. I'll see you later, Miss Cushing Birch. How will I know how to get hold of you after I get hold of these ingredients? I'll find you. Don't worry. on Hobart, shall we? I don't normally like hospitals, but it is so calm and quiet here, isn't it? It's a nice break from all the craziness in town. <sighs> oh, look, Hobart is awake. That's strange. He doesn't seem like he's as flustered as he was last time. It hasn't been five years already, has it? Hello, Hobart. Hello. Who are... Herbert? Herbert, is that you? Oh, you do remember me. Of course I do. You're my brother. I could never forget my brother. I haven't seen you in ages. Oh my god, shut up. I've always hated you in that ridiculous posh accent. Our family's from Texas, you pompous prick. Uh, what, what am I doing in a hospital bed? And I have a horrible headache. Huh, I guess you have your memory back. When did I lose my memory? What exactly is the last thing you remember? Um, let's see. 
I walked into the jade room and found this strange letter from a man. What was his name? Dr. something? Dr. Dr. Spaulding? Spielman? Smith and Wesson? Uh, anyway, as soon as I opened it, the letters began to leap off the page and dance around my head. And then I must have fallen asleep, and now here I am. Have you been seeing your dealer again? Dealer? Oh, you mean Handsome Dagger. I haven't talked to him in ages. I heard that he's become the head of that snake now, moving up and down the drug cartel. He might have branched out to new territory by now, too. I think he might be. Is that all you remember? Um, let's see. Before that, I was searching through some of the documents that Father left behind in the safe. He said he'd found some interesting maps while he was on a dig with Dr. Pickering. So anyway, I finally figured out the password and opened it up. Father's research led me to some books about our ancestors. The ones that built the town here, I read. You're always reading. You think that makes you better than all of us? Yes, yes I do. Well, then you're a prick. Anyway, I went to the mayor, but he had seemed unwilling to listen to me. So then I went to Pickering. He told me that he also stumbled upon this research Stop blathering. Anyway, I was poring over these books in the Jane room when I received this letter. And when I opened it, it's like the world went black. What did it say? It was in a foreign language. But the nameless elder demands a sacrifice for your indiscretions. Snap out of it! What? What just happened? What are you talking about? No. No, never mind. This isn't your time to talk anymore. This is my time. I have come from the mountains, and it is my turn to gain the praise of our parents. Our parents are dead, Hermit. Then you shall join them. What? I can't watch! behind the computer here at Poplar Cove. I'd like to thank everyone for supporting our little podcast. Whether it's downloading, liking, reviewing us on iTunes or our Facebook page, following us on social media, or if you came to our rescue when the great old ones ate our audio. Anyway, I wanted to thank everyone for your support. Here why we're doing this. Podcasting can be hard because, like our favorite elder gods know, the internet is like the open ocean filled with thousands of other podcasts. Being new can be hard. That's why I wanted to help out some of the other awesome podcasts I listen to. My podcast readers are full of great shows, and I want to share them with you. So every now and then, like right now after I stop chattering away, you'll hear a trailer for an indie podcast that's graced me with their trailer. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Pavo, and I have a new podcast called The Foot of the Mountain. I am on a quest to lose £100 in 100 weeks in 100 episodes. Each episode I chat about my week, and about the ups and downs of trying to lose weight, as well as chatting to guests about their particular journeys on their particular mountains. You can find The Foot of the Mountain on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Mixcloud. Or you can just go to www.footmountainpod.com. So why not come and join me on my journey at the foot of the mountain?
losing while boozing. Because the best thinking happens while drinking. Hot topics over cold drinks. Hey there. If you like to laugh, love to drink, and generally want to hang, then check out our new podcast, Losing While Boozing. It can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, as well as our home at musingwhileboozing.com, where the next round is always on us. Pretty awesome, right? There are a lot of great podcasts out there, including great motivational ones. On the Foot of the Mountain podcast, Pavo talks about losing weight and a bunch of stuff that goes along with it. And there are a lot of factors there. He's pretty funny too, and I can't get enough of his accent. Musings While Boozing is a hilarious new podcast. It's shiny and new, just like us. Mike and Carl talk about anything and everything, and they usually have some pretty awesome guests with them. Well, until next time, good night from Poplar Cove. Population 10,000-ish. Poplar Cove is written by Jocelyn DeVore and features Jacob DeVore as Mac, Raylan Lavoy as Elizabeth, Morgan Lavoy as Hobart, Guy Fulton as Spalding, Katie Fulton as the narrator, Bill Fulton as the mayor, Lee Gundy as Pickering, William Nelson as Roger, Riley Talent as Joanna, with additional voices by Devin Steele, Ed Zinkovich, and Senora Jackson Diaz with Fyodor Dogstoyevsky as the production assistant. All of the music in today's episode was composed by Kevin McLeod and is available under the Creative Commons license at incompetech.com. More detailed credits found in the show notes.